breaking news from The Athletic. This is Paul Tenorio and Ed Malian from The Athletic with breaking news. Diego Maradona has died at the age of 60. A World Cup winner with Argentina in 1986, Maradona is widely regarded as one of, if not the, greatest football players of all time. He suffered a heart attack in his home in Buenos Aires. Ed, what will Maradona's legacy be in the footballing world? Well, I think you're right that if he's not the greatest player of all time, he's he's going to be the greatest character of all time, possibly. He's up there with, you know, I think most people consider Pele and Maradona to be the greatest players of all time. And then along came Lionel Messi. Obviously, Messi is an heir to Maradona in a, in a number of ways, being Argentine as well. But they're from different eras. And, and I think most people kind of appreciate now you can't really compare across the different eras of football in the same way that you can't compare the 1930s NFL of George Hallis to the 2010s NFL of Patrick Mahomes. They're just completely different sports. But Maradona was uh, a wizard on, on the field. You know, the ball was a natural extension of his foot. But he's also famous for the off-the-field stuff and, you know, the wildness that came with his later years, that iconic image of him screaming into the camera uh, just before failing a drugs test, uh, I believe, against Greece. And really, like, I think that when you look at his footballing legacy, he won what there was to win. Like, he took Napoli, a small Italian side, to the Italian championship and is revered there as much as he's in Argentina. But I think what you're seeing today is that the outpouring of grief throughout the world is just the recognition that one of the great talents of the biggest sport in the world has, has just passed. You know, as you alluded to there, obviously Maradona is a complicated character, uh, but did that largesse, that personality add to his lore? Uh, it certainly, you can't tell his story without acknowledging it. You know, uh, there, I've read so many great obituaries today in, in the Argentine press, uh, France football, which is one of the biggest football magazines in the world. Uh, in the French language, they published a, a special on Maradona in, on the 28th of October. And uh, I mean, that's a collector's item now. But in the interview with him, uh, the one condition Diego gave for giving the interview was that he wanted them to provide him with another Ballon d'Or trophy, which that magazine created and invented and now the, the national, sorry, the international prize for the best player in the world, because Diego had obviously lost his back in the day. Uh, and that's kind of the thing, like, you know, he's a man who won the trophy for being the greatest footballer in the world and lost it because his life was so wild. And I think you can't take the the heaven of Diego without the hell. And that really is just kind of embodied by the game that defined his career, the 1986 World Cup semi-final against England. And you've got to remember the context of that is that England uh, and Argentina had fought the Falklands War that decade. Uh, Argentina was a country that, you know, financially was was struggling, had just come out of a, a brutal dictatorship where lots of people had, had been disappeared by the military junta. Uh, there was the Falklands, which was a great blow to the, their kind of patriotic pride. And then England, Argentina, where Diego Maradona scores one goal, which was flat out cheating. He handballed it, uh, which he'd label the hand of God. You know, he, that really does kind of sum up Diego as the man, is that he was willing to cheekily pass that off as divine intervention. And then the second goal of that game where he dribbles past five or six England players and scores one of the greatest goals in World Cup history. That game and the way that that embodies the, the two sides of Maradona, I think for me and many people in Europe, at least, is how Diego gets remembered because there are two such opposite sides to him, his character and his life, really. Well, that's a big part of Maradona as well. I mean, his personality came so much from where he was from 
and how he grew up in Argentina. And that also added to how he is perceived within his country, right? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I've said this before about Argentina. I lived there uh, for a few years and have, have covered Argentine football for a long time. And, uh, you know, in, in Brazil, when Lula became president, he was the first person, I believe, to rise up from the favelas, like the poorest neighborhoods of Brazil, to become president and hold that highest office in the country. Now, in Argentina, I feel like that that probably will never happen. Like the Vijas that we call them, which is the favela equivalent in Argentina, the poorest neighborhoods, they are some of the saddest things you can you can see. And there, there is very little hope for anyone, almost no hope for anyone born in the Vijas, except for football. You know, if you are good enough at football, if you are Carlos Tevez, who again is another kind of heir to Maradona, really, in terms of Boca and Argentina. If you are a Vigero, a kid who plays on the Potreros, which are the, the small sandy uh, football pitches that you see uh, scattered across Buenos Aires and Argentina, then your way out, the only way out is football. And in the song uh, that <laughs> I've been listening to all day about Maradona, they say, you know, maybe playing football, he could get out of the vision. And that is how he got out. And that's how he rose. And I think that plays a lot into why he struggled so much with the immense wealth and, and what, what kind of happened to him. His career spiraled out of control in a way that uh, he couldn't, he just couldn't hold it back. You, you can't harness that much wind. You can't harness a hurricane. Um, he was too much of an artist on the field. Uh, he, he enjoyed obviously the, the parting and stuff that came with the high life and, and got a little bit lost in it. There, there's obviously, you know, he's, he's got a family, but he has children who he has disputed the paternity of. He has children that he has fallen out with. That all of this has been played out very publicly and, and that's kind of the thing that as soon as Diego became a huge public figure in his late teens, early 20s and became an idol, his life was no longer just his own. His life was always shared with Argentina and everyone around the world for better or for worse. And, and I think, you know, most publicly we recently saw that at the 2018 World Cup uh, in Russia where he was, let's say, a very, very active member of, of the crowd at least. Well, we have seen the tributes begin to pour in from the likes of Pelé and Messi, two of the only people who are rightly compared to or in the conversation with Maradona as the greatest to play the game. You talked about how different the game is now uh, from then. But in some ways, Maradona was maybe the bridge to the previous style of, of the game and the modern style of the game. What do you think his impact was on the next generation of players and, and maybe on the game itself? Well, yes, absolutely. The thing about Maradona, if you watch those clips from the 80s, is it's really how violently he gets treated by, by op- like the, the opposition. Just They just kick him. They kick him senselessly. And obviously in the 70s and 80s, that was far more common. And what we, what we see now, Lionel Messi does not get the treatment that Maradona got. He still gets you know, comparatively violent treatment for this era of football but it's not comparable to what Diego Maradona had to go through. We're talking like studs up to, to the chest, to the torso, to the arms, like sometimes to the head. And, and he took it all. And the, the great thing about that goal against England, which wasn't the handball, was that he rode so many challenges. He just kind of strolled through the defense. And people compare Messi's goal against Hitafe to that Maradona goal because of you know, the style and the, the stylistic similarities, I guess. But really... You know, the fact that Maradona spanned the, there's the great divide in Argentine football is, is the idea of, of fighting and, and being, so it's, more, it's a more working class football. There's the 
Cesar Luis Minotti school of football and there's the Carlos Bellardo football. And they, Argentina has actually won a World Cup with each of those coaches in charge. But one is essentially playing beautiful football and one is essentially being defensively solid and trying to score the only goal you need to, to win the game. And Maradona could play both because at the end of the day, as well as a brilliant, brilliant footballer, he was a fighter. His background meant that he was a fighter. If you come up from the places that Diego Maradona was born, you have to fight your way out. And I think that's what we saw at the end of his career. You know, like he has fought and fought to get back on the football stage. He's become a coach and then he couldn't let it go. So he became a coach again. He's been around the world. He's done almost everything there was to do in a life of 60 years. Um, he's reached the top and he's reached the bottom. And I think that's, that's the whole Diego. Um, I'd recommend anyone who wants to know more about him, apart from reading our, our stuff on The Athletic over the next couple of days. But as if Capadia's film, Diego, which was released a couple of years ago, I really think is a superb portrait of the two sides of, of the man that really the world knows. But, you know, we always wonder if we'll really know him. A sad day in the world of football. Diego Maradona, dead at the age of 60. Both Argentina and the world more in the loss of one of the greatest ever to play the game. Thanks for joining our breaking news coverage. Go to the Athletics news headline section for much more on the story. And to get access to all of the Athletics great sports content, visit theathletic.com slash headline pod, where you can join for just $1 per week. Mm-hmm.